hi there. Welcome back to the Sweet Potato Podcast, a podcast about things that are excellent. I am one third of your hosting trifecta. My name is Rick Larson, and I'll throw it over to my co-hosts. I'm Rebecca. I'm um, the second third of the. Is it hat trick? Is hat trick when they do hat trick works too? Yeah, hat trick like works. It. Okay, yeah. you said trifecta, so um, yeah. The second third of the hat trick. I am the executive co-producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Jose Gonzalez. I am one point of the trinity that is your uh, sweet potato host slash conversationalist. Oh, good one. Oh, I like that. Conversationalist. Yeah. Like you're a raconteur. Yeah. That's good. I like it. What's up? Do you have any music thoughts? Thoughts on? Uh, you know what? I uh, I do. As uh, most of or some people know, I don't know who knows. People, there are people in general who know, and there are some people who don't know. But uh, this is the fiftieth uh, anniversary of uh, hip hop music officially. Uh, if yes. there's any way to to be uh, official about it, so uh, I like as much as I love uh 90s and you know i love rap and hip-hop but especially you know late 80s 90s and early 2000s uh i do try to like keep up with a lot of uh a lot of new stuff uh Mm -hmm. a because i uh i think that there is a lot of uh good music being made today um there's definitely a lot to sift through but uh but in any case uh, i feel like I feel like the celebrations of hip hop uh, and the 50th anniversary have mm-hmm. uh, kind of given me license to uh, indulge in just playing, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that I really, really like or really know back and forth. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I I think this is going to say more about me than about 50 years of hip hop. But the first post that I saw about it was... Uh, by the cast of Sesame Street. So Oh yeah. I learned about that from Elmo and Bert and Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> still they're still teaching us uh mm-hmm. even today. Yeah, uh I remember I remember that exact graphic because Elmo is wearing like a an outfit very similar to like Run DMC uh with like yes. uh yeah, a kind of uh 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 uh, what am I call it? Uh, maybe a Stetson hat. Uh, definitely a hat um, in the style of Run DMC, and almost like I feel like a like a jean jacket similar to what they might wear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do remember one thing. I, oh gosh, this is also gonna um, dovetail with our Muppet episode because, I, well, I mean, a Muppets who are yeah. on Sesame Street. Um, right. We're practically I, a Muppets podcast at this point. Pretty much. They <laughs> yeah. should be our mascot. Uh, but like, I believe it was Telly's purple hands who were, they did, they just showed hands uh, on yeah. a record, like if they were going to mix or scratch. Uh, oh, nice. Using turntables and a, and a mixer. But I think the the actual, yeah, uh, hands, the Muppet hands were belonged to Telly. 
and Telly seems like the probably not a great not a great idea to pick as your DJ since they get so flustered and uh, oh. and, <laughs> and you know out of sorts uh, because it, it takes a lot of uh, focus to be a DJ. Yeah. It's true, and he's like his whole thing is just anxiety, right? Like that's oh yeah, his, yeah, 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 yeah. Did it, did that ever like make you? Did watching Tally be anxious ever make you anxious? It made me anxious. Huh. I think I don't know if it made me specifically anxious as much as, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna basically be like, no, nah, I don't know. All right, not really. But now that I'm looking mm-hmm. back, at the very least, it was always like. I don't know. I maybe it worked on a comedy level for me of of just like okay, here's here's this thing that's happening, and then this character is having like an outsized response, a disproportionate response to uh, to whatever it is, and uh, and that probably seemed funny to me, uh, <laughs> and it's less funny having gone through it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I did I. I think Telly is one of my least favorite Muppets because um, I just always felt very worried when he was on screen. Like I couldn't mm. relax and I can, um, even if I knew he was worried about something that like he shouldn't be worried about or like, mm-hmm. not that he shouldn't, but like, Oh, like he doesn't need to be afraid of that because like we, what we know and he doesn't is yeah. blah, blah, blah. It, yeah. I would just, he's not going to, yeah. he's not going to go down the drain when they right. pull the plug in the bathtub. Was that him or was that somebody? That was Mr. Rogers. That was oh, Mr. Rogers. Okay. But yeah, still, I mean, similar similar um, real estate there, though. It's right? a, yeah, well, yeah. It's, yeah. It's definitely a fear that uh, at least one of my children had when they were younger. Hey. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've never met somebody who really had it. Yeah. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I, I was not personally, uh, scared to go down the drain. I don't know why. Um, but I did, (laughs) the one thing I did think of is like, I don't know if I disliked Telly or I, I just knew that it, even if I found the, like him having a, a, a weird, anxious, big reaction blow up, uh, even if I found it funny, he was still not the most fun uh, on Sesame Street. Um, no, he wasn't. He, yeah, I felt like he just didn't bring a whole lot to the table. Like, what did he bring to the table besides his anxiety? Like, he wasn't super encouraging of anybody else, which was, generally speaking, what most of the Muppets were for one another. Like, very yeah. encouraging and supportive. Mm. Um, like, a good friend. Um, not great at listening. Not not good because he was always wrapped up in his own bullshit. And then um I don't know, just never really did it for me, Telly. No. Also, he looked like one of those yip yip guys, like he was related to them. Oh, and yeah. I hated those yip yip guys. They yeah. freaked me out. Oh, I liked them. You did? Yeah, I did. So weird. It felt like they, they honked their noses shrimps. too, right? Am I thinking of the right yip yip guys? Uh no, they don't. Uh, no, the hon- no, 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 no. Honkers the honkers had eyes. Okay, then and, like, maybe I'm had... thinking of the honkers instead. Yeah, the honkers of, uh, were funny. They they were like into antics. Yeah, yeah. I did, well, I, I did. I did find the the aliens funny because 
Hmm. I mean, them imitating uh, imitating the ring of a telephone. Uh, comedy gold to me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I could see how someone could not be a fan of them because uh, they are just like there are probably people who are not a fan of Borat. Oh, true. Yes. Okay, that's oh, fair. They're the yeah, Muppet Borat. Yeah, they are the Muppet, Muppet Borat. Borat. Actually, that's not far off because part of their whole thing is that they're not from that their, their comedy comes from like not being familiar with stuff. Uh, yeah, that's a good that that's a good point. They just hey, never they just never uh caught Rudy Giuliani <laughs> being yeah. inappropriately. Yeah. Um could have yeah, saved us I, a lot of problems <laughs> if they had. That's funny. Um <laughs> Of all of his of all of his characters, I probably like Borat the least. No, I don't know. I think Ali G is just like gold. Like Ali G, yeah. He should just own. Yeah. Great. In my mind, Borat's a, Borat's yeah. pretty funny, but like um, but anyway, okay. So so wait, his so you're saying that the is uh, definitely uh, King Julian? I don't know King Julian. Who is that? He's from uh, Madagascar. He's the I like to move it, move it guy, <laughs> the lemur. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I'm so jealous of you that you get like that you are not that you're forced to interact with kids' content, but that like uh -huh. you have an opportunity to do so more than I do because I yeah. I pretty much write it off right away. Oh but sure, if sure. I were in the position where I had like where I was coming into um to contact with with kids content a lot um i yeah i would i'd take more advantage i probably would like more kids content like i already know for like right off the bat that i love that chippendales movie even though i've never seen it i just love it oh okay. okay i haven't seen it either but my all of my it, children have told me that it's great i've heard it's wonderful um yeah. and yeah it's that stuff's always at the bottom of my list because i'm i'm trying to do like yeah, I, I recently saw my first ever uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theatrical film. Oh, I somehow like kind of missed the boat. I think I was slightly too old for the first wave of them. And then they seem to come back like every five or six years. Yeah. And uh, my sons were never into them. My daughter had a moment where she really liked the like CGI TV show, but they didn't do any theatrical movies that she wanted to see. Um, but the new movie is uh, really fun. Um, a really good soundtrack, but oddly for what is ostensibly a kid's movie, the soundtrack is very Generation X. Like there's... Uh, a lot of like De La Soul needle drops and uh mm. and nineties a lot of the songs are from oh uh um no diggity has shows up at one Same. point. Mm, well so no diggity indeed. Yeah. Oh speaking of um I guess this could be one of my rec well my recommendation. Um did you guys happen since we were talking about fifty years of hip hop did you guys happen to see um, at the beginning of the month in the Times a poet had written a like a love poem to hip hop using lyrics from hip hop songs? 
No, I did it's not. really fantastic. Like oh, masterfully done. I will send you the link and you can post it into our show notes. Oh, okay. We'll That's be, really good. Uh, going back and uh, like kind of the early 2000s when my uh, kids were peak uh, like baby age. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, well, here's all this music that I knew existed but did not listen to at that time. And kind of like trying to uh catch myself up i think i think right now i'm floating around like 2006 2007 <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah i i for me all music stopped like in 2014 like, okay if i listen to anything that's current it's only because okay. somebody's forcing me and i'm like okay i like this this is fun. <laughs> yeah i uh I yeah I try to seek out new music, uh, but one thing I've noticed is uh, you know okay like I one of the things uh, I use Spotify. I know other people use other music services and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think you know they're generally uh, not that different from each other. But mm-hmm. uh, I, what I find with Spotify is that like uh, you know I will pick a song and. I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how it determines, I don't pick a song to create a radio station. Uh, mm-hmm. So it pulls in, it basically gives you a playlist of, of songs that are similar or similar, or at least of the time in the general like time frame of when that song came out. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, and maybe I feel like maybe Pandora did this a little bit better mm-hmm. um, in, in the sense of, creating uh creating a station or a playlist where where it's less about the time the time period that a song was made and more about like similarities in terms of like i guess beat melody mm-hmm. harmony whatever you know vibe. whatever various yeah vibe yeah. um and the so, dna of the song yeah yeah and so i feel like Spotify is just like here's other stuff that was popular around the time, um, mm-hmm. within within like very uh, specific genres, um, yeah. Because I I do feel like I don't know sometimes sometimes mm-hmm. I would like to you know I think it's cool if like because uh, this occasionally happens but not too often where it's like I get a a, a a modern song or at least a song that's been created in the last twenty. 30 years and then a song that it sampled pops up and that's cool oh um, that is yeah yeah um but then again that happens on spotify I, it's happened a, at least a couple of times um but it that also could be you know now that i'm thinking about it that could be within my own playlist uh that, <laughs> that's awesome so like who knows uh I, but yeah oh yeah i i haven't done it much lately but i i think i'm going to check back in uh mm-hmm. tomorrow just because it was really fun but yeah pandora used to be the one that i would use to find new music and i would be like i like this give me stuff that i haven't heard and i eventually got it to where i only listened to my um station that i made that was equal parts mountain goats and kimia dawson oh wow so, like, that's really every, good <laughs> every every other song was one or the other of them and i'm like i'm not really 
finding new stuff this way, am I? But I learned because they do give you the musical DNA, I learned through Pandora that I really enjoy minor key harmonies and extensive vamping. Oh, wow. And I I totally forgot about this joke, but I used to, uh, I don't know, 10 years ago when somebody would ask me what kind of music I like, I would be like, well, I like minor key harmonies and extensive vamping. (laughs) <laughs> that's really funny yeah i do remember that at some point uh because i used to you know before spotify and before music streaming services where you could just like uh uh you know I, for a long time i was totally against um, uh, music streaming or at least paying for mm-hmm. music streaming because it was just like well you know back in the, my thinking was like, well, I have my, you know, I have my CDs and MP3s. I'll just listen to what I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why pay for music that doesn't belong to you? Uh, but of course, I, uh, I, I went back on that because streaming is just so much easier. Um, and uh, yeah, and for the most part, most of what I would be listening to on CD or, or whatever MP3. Uh, is available on most uh, most streaming sites, but uh, I remember that Pandora. I, like I would listen to it all the time, and I remember mm-hmm. mostly enjoying Pandora. Yeah. And somehow, even though I didn't have a paid subscription to Pandora, I somehow almost never got ads. And oh, so, interesting! What? Yeah. So like, I would just it was a song after song, which is like ideal. But the one thing I did notice, uh, and this was probably uh, within the five years after the song came out, but like almost any, any station that I put together, or any station based off of an artist or or song or whatever Mm -hmm. that I uh, put together through Pandora, it would suggest, it would uh, bring up uh, pumped up kicks. uh, That song. That's really funny. Do Do you think that was written into the algorithm? I don't know. I I think because uh, like probably music DNA, since it's like mm-hmm. it, it has like some, you know, it has kind of like a, a at least a slight hip hop influence. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so, but but I always found it funny that like oh wow so <laughs> uh, you know listening to NWA uh, the NWA station on Pandora eventually leads to uh, pumped up kicks. Pumped up kicks. Oh, that's all roads, so funny. All roads, yeah, I all roads lead to cold markets. Yeah, I just heard that song recently for the first time in a minute, and I was like, oh, I kind of did like this song. I think, yeah, well, I, I think a lot it. of us got, liked that song. got tired. <laughs> yeah. Got tired of it, maybe, or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, I've noticed. Yeah, no, mine was every Pandora station, and I didn't think I was like strictly an '80s music person, but I remember every station that i started one of the first things i would have to do was tell pandora that i don't want to hear the police <laughs> like, <laughs> wow they, 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 the did, same wait, thing would happen why didn't you want to hear the police, the police because i don't like the police and what? i do you mean like in a fuck the police kind of way or do you mean like uh don't like listening to well the i guess kind of? i guess kind of. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes, all all cops are bastards. It extends to Sting. No, yes. I 
It's so there's a phenomenon that I don't have a name for, but I should. I don't know if I'm the first to discover it, but there's a thing that happens when a group or like something is so close to stuff you like, but not that yes. you dislike it all the more. Like, yeah, there should be a name for that. What is like that? There, yeah, there are, there exactly are exactly what you're talking about. There are country songs that I would never listen to, but they don't bother me. Like I can just tune them out. But when something is like super adjacent to something I like, but not something that I like, I, seem to turn on it all the more and i don't i don't know what yeah i agree okay you're in charge of finding a, a good name right, for that yeah. because that is a phenomenon that happens quite a bit uh-huh. and with a lot of different things and the, and the police fall squarely in that because i believe me i listen to a lot of very embarrassing yeah and i mean not <laughs> embarrassing but like stuff, you listen but, to a lot of like I mean, I know, I somewhat know your musical tastes. Yeah. Um, but um, that's why, that's why my disbelief, at, yeah. you know. Like yeah. I, but that, I, that makes yeah. I would rather okay. listen to Real Big Fish than The Police. <laughs> All, right. Uh, all right. Well, I, I also don't want to work fast food all my life. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's either uh, the band that you just mentioned or Less Than Jake. Oh, oh yeah, I think that yeah. was less than Jake. I, Weren't they? <laughs> I think they I were. Know. I think they were basically like the same. The same seven kids in different. <laughs> they would just change their shirts, and now we're. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna like we're gonna get feedback from ska punk uh, people. Yes, that, like no, yeah. less than Jake is totally different from. Uh, nice. Yeah. So I, I band I, nerds I, don't listen. Yeah. Don't listen if you're a band nerd. I'm just kidding. Aren't you guys both band nerds? <laughs> So it, just, de- it depends what what do you mean by band nerds i i live in a city that's populated only by band nerds oh so like, yes yes I feel, you do yes. <laughs> i feel at liberty to poke fun um yeah. you know what other as you guys were talking about um spotify and pandora so mm-hmm. i ha- i i use a, um, a music service a music platform that is not spotify and i never i have a spotify account but not a paid mm-hmm. one and I mostly listen. I, I mostly use Spotify for podcasts that are like mm. from Spotify. Yeah. Um, and I never liked Pandora. And it's for the same reason. And it's I think it's related to why I hate playing Scrabble. Like I'm really great at crossword puzzles. And so uh-huh. everybody like everybody's like, oh, you should come to my house and play Scrabble. And I'm like, no way in a million years. I hate that game. It gives me hives. Oh, and it's wow. because too much choice. There's too much choice. Oh. Like you have seven letters and like there's no one right answer like in a, in a, like in a crossword puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Same with Pandora, same with Spotify. Like they just put you like on the path and they just let it go free. And like it's not, it's too, it's too much. It's too unwieldy. It's too unwieldy. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. I, I use Apple Music. Okay. But I sometimes feel like i'm the only one you're not i recently befriended somebody who also um i think he strictly uses uh-huh. apple music and oh and youtube we um yeah. youtube to like 
Hey, have you heard this song? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Karen has a YouTube premium account and I have Apple music and, uh, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, it might be the whole evil corporation thing, but no, nothing else about app. Like everybody else is like, Oh, Apple's this evil corporation, but I love my iPhone. But nobody seems to love Apple Music, and I don't. What happened to that? I don't know. It's it's Did fine. It, it has all TV? the same stuff that is on Spotify, like Spotify, legitimately harmful and evil, <laughs> and uh, just <laughs> as bad. But for some reason, like I don't know. I don't. I don't know why Spotify is so much more popular. But I, like I sometimes go out of my way to not mention that I use Apple Music because I feel like people. Mm find it deeply cool and i oh i don't i, I don't know i why. have no well, that's good i have no opinion on um, it either way um except well except that i always think about the beatles having that that record label apple oh music, yeah yeah and, and then i always think about that and then yeah. um actually i think spotify is the uncool one to have i mean i know that we all use spotify um but yeah. i feel like spotify is Maybe cool. yeah, maybe Spotify's like the Starbucks, like the basic one. Yes. And you know what I was just about to say? I was just about to say, and I think part of it is their logo. I think it's part of it, it's their branding. Oh that's why I don't like it. And it's the same as Starbucks. It's the green set. Although I just looked at um Jose's uh -huh. logo and I realized it's also green. So maybe uh, it's not that. I'm I'm definitely I'm trying to co-opt uh yeah. starbucks starbucks yeah, is yeah. every time i see your monster improv logo Jose, it makes me want to have a coffee um, <laughs> well I, i'm trying to have uh miniature improv theaters on every corner in the united states i i think that's <laughs> i think that's smart uh no go to go back to the ska punk thing so i do like to make uh what i deem to be clever playlists and they're all public so people could find them Nice. Um, Smart. But one of them that I made this summer uh, that I need to go in and update is every 90s ska punk band had like their one or more, but at least one ironic cover. Oh, yes. yeah. So I just started making a playlist of them. You do? Oh, my God. I have to share that with me. I have to see yeah. that. Okay. I, I, I will definitely do that because... Uh, yeah, I know it has, I want to say, oh man, I should probably look at it before I start spouting off, because I know, uh, I believe Real Big Fish did the Charles in Charge theme song. Oh, wow. And uh, that just made me cringe, like everything inside me cringe. Yeah. Uh, Save oh, Ferret did Come On Eileen. Oh, yep. I kind of like their um, version of Kevin. Really like. But yeah, I think that's because that song yeah. is great. That song is yeah. like, you can't mess with that song. It is. Like, it you is can't a, make it, it bad. Yeah, it is a pretty great song. Uh, actually, Real Big Fish was Take On Me was their big one. So I don't remember who did Charles in Charge, but somebody did. Mm. Uh, yeah, and... that's. I think that's weird because it's like, that's not even like, I don't know. Uh, it's a song in the most bare sense, but it's not like. It's just not something that you and I get that they probably whoever did it probably did it for this reason or it's like nobody's like hey I really want to listen to the <laughs> the theme song from Charles in Charge like I remember the fuck out of it uh, yeah but, yeah but I, I remember never, it better than I remember the show yeah 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 for sure 
Well, maybe that's why people, I mean, that song is kind of indelible. And mm-hmm. I think if I were in a band, I would try to steer us clear from doing the Trials in Charge cover. But I could see why that would be brought up in a band meeting during a, oh, yeah. hey, let's do a cover of a song from it, the 80s. Like, isn't like, it so funny that we're doing this song? It was the, was yeah. the, the, the objective, yeah. which I... Uh, in general, kind of, I don't know, that doesn't interest me, but I just thought it was funny. And I made a reference to how they all had their, uh, uh, I didn't find it for this list, but I will add it that, uh, Mephiscopheles was like a (laughs) safety-themed ska band. And they did a cover of the (laughs) jingle for, wait for it, wait for (laughs) whatever you're thinking it's going to be. <laughs> not because it was uh it was the Scott Bumblebee did. tuna song. The I oh, love no. yeah. Wow, that is like that Fun. is way down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. of like uh like schlock <laughs> schlock camp and like cheesiness. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. You know, this is what makes me mad about stockheads. Um is because like they're so close to being cool. Like they're like <laughs> Like they're re- watch, like use you your, cannot... watch which words you use carefully when talking about Scott kids because <laughs> they have a complex. I mean, I have a complex. So. I am one, so <laughs> um, I I get it. You no, know, you know what it is too. Um, their roots I, are cool. Like yeah, they're, like their founding principles. Oh really yeah, cool. that, the, if, but if they go left, the, they the, like go right. stuff. The stuff from and and here's. Here's something that I don't know, maybe a little overly academic, but I've noticed this and I don't know why. Maybe somebody can explain this to me, but somehow, like if you go all the way back to like Desmond Decker and the original like first wave Jamaican ska stuff, it's amazing. It's great. And the like British stuff from right. the That's early what I'm 80s That's is what I'm cool. Like specials. Yeah, 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 yeah. And right. somehow, somehow, Americans yeah, just don't seem to yeah. understand reggae. That's totally it's, true. It's somehow like what happens when it's embarrassing. Somebody who grew up in the United States wants to wants to explore that genre of music. Three Eleven. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. It's embarrassing. For a nation mm-hmm. that invented jazz, you would think that we'd understand reggae a little bit more, but we right, don't. Right, right. Yeah. No, and, and I would even go so far as to say North America, because when Good Canadians great, try great. it, you get snow. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true. But yeah. even like... As recently as um, a lot of a lot of songs on like Amy Winehouse albums, mm-hmm. like she covers uh, "Monkey Man," and it's oh. great. She's she knocks it out of the park. Of course she does. Yeah, but, she's incredible. She was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, what's funny and, is like my first. Uh, 
Uh-huh. I don't know if my first uh, experience with ska or first time experiencing it was like, I'm sure there was, you know, uh, re- some, the occasional ska inflected hit uh, uh-huh. that, that popped up here and there. But like, I remember um, Annette Funicello and uh, God, who was the Frankie Avalon? Is that who? Yeah. Are you talking about yeah. the movie Back to the Beach? Because Back to the Beach. Yes. We, Which also... we need to do an entire Back to the Beach episode. Uh, do we? <laughs> that was that was legitimately from I don't know. I'm gonna I, I I'll have to check the math to see how old I was. I, but... I'm gonna guess it's 88. Yeah. So I'm going to say from like 14 to 19, that was my favorite or second favorite movie in the world. Really? Back to the Beach and uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Both Uh, feature Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman, yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It came on cable, you know, every day and I watched it every time. Yeah. Wow. It was really into there's a lot of cameos by like corny 60s tv stars and i'm like hey look it's gilligan oh stop really loved that movie yes gilligan and the and the skipper yep um don adams from get smart uh lines the like uh barbara billingsley from leave it to beaver as well as uh tony dow AKA the older brother in uh, Leave It to Beaver. Wally. Yep. Wally. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. The, their daughter was played by Aunt Becky, pre Full House. Oh, that's right. Pre yep. Full House and pre prison. Yes, pre prison. She has uh, a prison. Yeah. My boss has the hots for her i was gonna say I, the hugest crush i certainly that he did has the hots for i i also I certainly did watching this movie what was the what's the deal with aunt becky like what's the allure i, I don't get it i i, would I don't know have asked my I mean, boss to explain it to me but i don't, I don't have know the i think uh, so my and my thought is that Lori laughlin uh-huh. is like uh had like that girl next door appeal mm-hmm um, that makes sense. And, yeah. So I like I think I think that was the case for me, but like uh I I can't I can't cannot I can only speak for me. So yeah. I mean, I feel like you're speaking for all dudes though, because like that's pretty much like across the board. I've yet to say Aunt Becky slash um Lori Laughlin in front of yeah. any bro and not have him be like Oh, yeah, any heterosexual bro, yeah. um, and just not have him absolutely melt into a puddle on the ground. Well, like, yeah, I don't know just... about that. I, <laughs> I like her a lot in this She's movie. Just... Uh, I and I remember when she was on Full House, thinking like, "Oh, she's from Back to the Beach." But ah. yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I I also maybe. You know, it's weird when this happens, but maybe there was also a transference of like mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, Uncle Jesse's cool and he's dating uh, mm. Aunt Becky. And so she must be cool or desirable because otherwise, mm. why would why would uh, Uncle Jesse, the coolest dude in the world, uh, be dating her? Yeah. True. yeah. Although didn't they always seem like they weren't well matched? Maybe I always thought I always thought that was not a good that was not a a good love connection. Uh, I I kind I 
I agree only because like Uncle Jesse, I don't know. <laughs> like Uncle Jesse, I don't know if he's my least favorite character on Full House. Oh, uh, yes. I, I don't even know if I, I had no idea I had a least favorite character on Full House. Yeah. But like uh Oh yeah, Michelle I mean, is the worst though. Really? Uh oh, she's the worst. She's I, worse than Uncle Jesse. At least she's tied with Uncle Jesse. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Kimmy Gibbler is pretty annoying. But like and in like, a great way. I in like a, in, a, in, a, yeah, in a comedic yeah. way. Right. Sure. Yeah. Although I yeah. you know what? Now I'm gonna because like Kimmy Gibbler was pretty funny. Like there were some good bits that they gave her. And you know, she's, you know, of course she was like a kid actor. So it's like right, exactly she just delivered the lines as best she could. And so you know what? Uh Kimmy Gibbler, you're off the hook. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think adult Kimmy Gibbler is actually pretty cool. Like Justice the, for Kimmy Gibbler. So I, the the actually I'm gonna leave some blank space here so I can dub in like I knew her name the whole time. But, um <laughs> Jody Sweden. Thank you. Yes. No, <laughs> that was Bronco. that was. <laughs> oh no no no! Yeah, you're right. That's uh, that was the. Was I, I just made that mistake like two weeks ago. Oh wait, no, wait. Yeah. I was thinking Stephanie. Stephanie's the worst one. Stephanie and Jesse are tied for the worst. Oh, Michelle was the baby. I, How rude! <laughs> I as a as a kid definitely. Uh, this is going to surprise no one. Definitely related most to Uncle Joey, but sure. yeah, I, I feel like as an adult, I would find him insufferable. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah, remember uh, when he was I, so-called out of control on Nickelodeon? He had no. his own show, oh. and um, was, it was, was like before or with Letterman. After? It was before. It was way before. Okay. Um, it was. In fact, I think it was filmed in Canada when he was like. Oh, 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 okay, okay. He had his. It was like a TV set, like um, like the setup was like um, a stage, like David Letterman stage. Like it had a desk, and then like seats, and I think he had like guests on, or like I forget what the deal oh, was, man. but like there was a woman named Calliope who was like maybe in charge of hair and makeup. Maybe you guys don't remember. I have show? no memory of this. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he have for a second okay, a I'm show after bring it Funniest Home Videos? Yes, it was America's Funniest People. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then like, oh, I so I would read TV. Ernest? But like, he was funny. Ernest, <laughs> yeah. he was Ernest, yeah. He, yeah. they did a... Yeah, do you remember of, Dishwasher? I did not. I have, I'm looking him up now, and I have no... Recollection. They did, a, they did He's an like episode. Our most of, famous dishwasher. Yeah, he was a zine guy who recorded his exploits washing dishes, mm -hmm. and oh. it got him an invitation to the David Letterman show. I'm. This is there's a fantastic American Life. Uh, this American Life about it. Um, so he mm -hmm. got his friend to impersonate him and go on the David Letterman show. <laughs> And he tagged oh, along right. and stayed backstage and ate snacks. And uh, they found out and were displeased. And that episode has been scrubbed from the internet. Wow. Yeah. He got one. He yeah. got one over on David Letterman. That's. Yeah. Uh, wow. I'd, yeah. That's I mean, it's fraud, but okay. it's well, but, but it's yeah. also like you would 
you would think. But so, like maybe. in a very David Letterman way, like it's so yeah. it's such a David Letterman prank to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. would think that Dave, you would think that David Letterman would have found that funny and uh, and interesting yeah. at the very least. But like, uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Maybe he, I did, he did. I bet. But his producers did. did. I bet yeah. legal. Yeah, I bet legal like put the kibosh on it and was like, no, yeah. that's fraud. Yeah. yeah. Damn you, legal. Damn you. Yeah. Very, I was very scary. recently just wondering, like, I wonder if di- there's any new material from Dishwasher Pete. <laughs> you know, I actually think about Dishwasher Pete more than probably you would guess I do. Probably, so, d- definitely more than once a month. I yeah. think about Dishwasher Pete. I, uh, so I do want to close a loop that I opened and I think Jose was about to close also. And then we got off on a huge tangent. Yes. But uh, Jose ska. was going to mention ska, Jam- the Bob ska. Jamaica, Jamaica Ska Jama- in yes. Back to the Beach, which is uh, a song that is played, uh, or, you know, during, mm-hmm. the, during the thing, uh, during, the, during the movie. Uh, yes. And it's Annette Funicello with Fishbone, of all, like, which is yeah. ridiculous. Uh, but that was my what? first. That was my first uh, exposure to ska that I could that remember that wasn't just like a random pocket uh-huh. that had ska incorporated into it. Yeah, but like, in, uh, in the title, I want to and, scream right now. That's yeah, a real thing. That it. Oh, I watched that, that video wild. like every other month. Like I, I go back to it quite frequently. Um, I was going to. That's I was honestly going That's to so make. Crazy. To go back to my thesis about Americans so not understanding ska, I was going to make a very large exception for Fishbone, who mm. are uh, are great and uh, okay. possibly my favorite concert ever. True. Um, even though at one of the times oh, I saw it live, I it, uh... broke my own foot. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't tell me. Um, what was that venue that was over? Um, it was by ASU, and it was uh-huh. um, it was the, it like had a dude's name. It was like Matt's or like oh, uh, I know which one. Uh, it's not Boston's. It was no, like, no, no, no. It was Club Rio. It was Club Rio. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I think I did see them there. I thought that we were Boston. at the same concert at the same time. It's possible. It's the one that I broke my foot was a different place that was on Mill Avenue. I don't think it was the Electric Ballroom, mm, but no. I do have a friend who will definitely no, be able to tell me because he like had to work or had school or something and couldn't go to the concert, and the rest of us went, and I broke my foot and ended up in the emergency room until like 7 o'clock oh. the next morning. And yeah, they had to wow. cut my brand new, like second that time sucks. wearing them jeans off of my leg. Oh no. But that's the worst. Oh my God. It was entirely Jeez. my own fault. I ran out to dance, probably to party at ground zero. And I felt it. And in my mind, I know it's, I couldn't have, but in my mind, I heard, I heard it. It was <laughs> a loud snap. And I, was like I broke my foot. No, I hurt my foot. I can't afford to have broken my foot, so I hurt my foot. So mm-hmm. I went and sat back down and enjoyed the rest of the concert. And then it got to be time to leave, and I could not walk and had oh, to no. be like half carried by some friends of mine. And That's terrible. 
Yep. It was pretty bad, but yeah. Wow. I was then known as the guy on the crutches for a couple months. <laughs> as as all guys on crutches become yeah, known. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, one way to be a cool ska guy is to go out and uh and dance while on your crutches. They people loved they ate that up. Oh, I... <laughs> uh I my, saw... crutches, my cast came off and I had to go back to having a personality. Oh no. That's the worst. Yeah. Uh I remember Is uh... it this one? The one that we're seeing? Now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can imagine. I like this one. <laughs> yeah. All thanks. I remember seeing uh Fishbone. So Red Bull had a concert series uh where mm-hmm. it was one band versus yeah. another. And it was, uh, it was the Roots versus Fishbone oh. in down in downtown Scottsdale, and they both they had once, uh, and this was like out wherever uh-huh. wherever this was set up. It was uh, out in an act on the actual street of downtown. You know that they had blocked off, and it was uh, the Roots on one uh, on one stage on one side of the street, and then. Mm-hmm. The uh, then Fishbone on the other side, and they would pl- they would play one song at a time, and so what? you would you would go from one stage, and they would alternate. So you'd go from one stage to uh-huh. listen to the Roots, and then you would go to the other stage to listen to Fishbone. Uh, yeah, and it was it was like supposedly yeah. the Roots versus, um, oh, I think they called it Red Bull Sound Clash. And uh, it's, it was like the Roots versus Fishbone. And, uh, but like, you know, it's not like they were really fighting against each other because right. they came together at the end and, and collaborated. Oh, yeah. Uh, and everybody had a good time. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I was going to say, whoever whoever <laughs> thought of that is literally Lex Luthor. <laughs> like, that is insane. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something Red Bull would do. Red Bull is always pulling antics like that. Red Bull. I feel like one time I threw a party like at, at my house, and Red Bull showed up. Like I was like residential oh. neighborhood. I didn't invite them, but they were like, <laughs> and then they just handed everybody Red Bull. That like, sounds. You. You're like that sounds amazing. Sponsoring my party. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it ended up being amazing, but it's also like you're trying to be cool, and then like a sponsor shows up. Like that's not. Uh, I guess yes, it was cool. Okay, in yeah. the grand scheme of things, yes, it was cool. But yeah. it was also like, would it, would it have been better if it was a drink that tasted good? Probably. But yes, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. This is just me trying to preemptively, yeah, you got it. You got it. Uh, preemptively <laughs> get rid of any possible advertisers that we could have for this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying well, to sell out. Yeah, alienating, <laughs> yeah, alienating Red Bull and sting maybe but yeah well so now you mentioned selling out and <laughs> selling out was uh wasn't that a less than jake song or that was either less than jake or real big fish yeah sold was out he, or sell uh, out with me oh yeah, yeah. yep yeah yes yeah yes. uh so it's it's uh, a common out. thread in uh in music ska and uh you know up parties apparently mm. <laughs> it was a Big concern in the early nineties. Like I don't concern. Yeah. I mean it was something I also was concerned with. Seems like it kinda I don't know, other 
other priorities overtook it maybe and uh yeah i think should we just... should we re- rethink our stance on selling out now like looking back and looking at what we ended up doing which was obviously selling out should we yeah. have stood firm on our position maybe yeah, maybe i, I don't you know think, what do you think i feel so, like capitalism makes selling out right. inevitable in some way uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's always going to be but did, some. But was our our quest for like was our quest for success? Did it lead to selling out, which then led to a more robust capitalistic society? Hmm. Well, I don't know about more robust, but uh, <laughs> I, the the first two things you said, I say yes. I <laughs> I found this in my twitter drafts when i was cleaning them out mm. where i, I love twitter drafts yeah yeah it was a nice little notebook that uh that was, good. was useful but uh i said that all all uh movement all political movements are eventually co-opted or they say that all, all political movements are eventually co-opted but to that i say uh eat the rich milk chocolate of a Toblerone. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's very good. Um, okay. This is my last Scott-related. Oh, good. Okay. If you guys have more, fine, but this is my... Did you guys probably do, ever but... see Fishbone when they played with the Mighty Mighty Boston? No. That's actually... Okay, so I'm, I kind of messed Mighty Mighty Bastions. Like mm-hmm. I, I think they're fine. First yeah. band. I'll I, let it slide. I think one of them is like because they broke up over it. One of them is like super anti-vax and now is like the like lead Stop singer it. of the I hate vaccines ska super group. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Wait, is ska is like caught in the middle? Did ska get torn apart by like vaccines? Uh, the Mighty Mighty Boston yeah. did apparently, but. Which I agree. I was really into them. They were one of the first ones. And then later on, I was like, uh, this is kind of all the same. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. They're fine. Exactly. But Precisely. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of a good, uh, a good anti-vax scop band name. Oh. Oh, yeah. Slides? Yeah. Um, no. In, um, what is it that they call? Oh, oh the jab. How, how about the jab? how about uh, the jab? <laughs> the jab. <laughs> like the how about, how about the jam? Uh, the the system. Yes. Yes. Oh, that. Yeah. Scamune system response. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, we're doing their work <laughs> for them. They ought to be paying yeah. us. Yeah. Also, as a side uh, note, uh, if anybody uh, is out there uh, thinking, uh, trying to think of good improv group names, uh, I have one for you mm-hmm. based off of the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Okay. Uh, try okay. the Mighty Mighty Gallstones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, this, although that does remind me in, uh, in high school, oh, there was like a uh intramural uh sports was a thing and there was a team 
uh, I still think it's a great name. They were called Angry Angry Fire Ants. And uh, <laughs> yes, like, obviously, I'm thinking of it uh, now uh, more than 25 years later. So it's yeah. a pretty good name. That might be the title of this episode. Yeah. Angry, angry Fire Ants. <laughs> I don't forget Angry Angry Fire Ants, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift. Oh, that's right. Yes. 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 Trying to think of a an anti-vax Beyonce pun, and I don't have one. I think she's just <laughs> uh, just bulletproof and can't be mocked. Yeah, I was gonna say she can't. Yeah. Do yeah. we know her stance on vaccine? She's smart. She went. Oh, we do know her. What is it? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that ever became a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like she got you know, okay. uh, you know, because she's pretty. Other than what she posts on social media, she's pretty private. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, it would, I feel it would be kind of disturbing if she were anti-vax. I don't know. I just think yeah. that people being anti-vax is disturbing just anyways. Yeah. Well, I, I also think like everybody that we know is anti-vax is because they volunteered that information themselves. Like, yeah, great point. Nobody, great point. nobody asked, nobody wants, nobody wants to know that you're anti-vax. Like you yeah. decided, you know what? I yeah. need to, yeah. I need, to I need people, people to yeah. know this. It's about a preaching- me. Yep. Yeah. You know what though? But almost worse though, is like people who, are anti-vax and don't make a big deal of it because like i recently found uh some some uh improv people that i whose work i uh, adore and i think they're great uh and Um, and uh yeah i'm not gonna say anymore because then it will be very easy to find out who it is uh and and, you know i don't know it's like it's it's i don't know somebody that jose likes that's a very (laughs) yeah uh well in any case it's always surprising to find out people are anti-vax it's always surprising yeah Yeah, what were you saying well it so and the way i found out was like uh you know i try not to spend too much time on facebook uh but i check it at least a few times a day and like someone's post came up and this person's post had like oh it was it was in their story they posted something in their story that was that like hinted at like immune systems or this and that and Uh i i feel like i know how they got to the anti-vax uh uh Mm. you know uh stance because there's just that like that weird pipeline between like being natural and and like uh the wellness pipeline the what the wellness pipeline like the self-care pipeline yeah the wellness yeah and and like Mm -hmm. where it's like yeah instead of instead of you know taking the vaccine you know eat bee pollen and you'll be fine um and Mm -hmm. so they posted something and i was like whoa this seems a little bit too close to that pipeline and then Mm -hmm. of course because like i'm just not i looked up their instagram and saw they posted something uh that involved like uh it was a uh, one of those news kiosks where uh where they you know uh, people sell newspapers uh-huh. on the street or whatever and it was all boarded up but like it was like plastered with 
uh, wheat pasted posters for like Infowars and like, you know, oh. had like sayings about like, you know, uh, who can you trust? And like, uh, oh my God, I know, just realized you're talking about me. Oh, oh no, <laughs> you found it out. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Rick, like, put it together. It. No, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I was very shocked when it was Rick. Uh, yeah, and, no. um, but... No one was more shocked than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In any case, like, it was just really kind of... Because then, then I looked through and it's like, oh, you are... And, like, I I think I understand where where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, both the well that wellness pipeline to, like, uh, you know, anti-vax slash weird right-wing stuff. Uh, but like it was just jarring because they just seem like really nice people who I whose work I liked and who have mm-hmm. have been nothing but nice and gracious when we've interacted. So it was like it was a huge bummer. Um, I mean, yeah. but it's also like yeah, I don't know, like uh, things are so far gone at this point where it's just like, uh, whatever. Like I guess I'll just stay away from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. No, no. Yeah. Wait, but the QAnon stuff is real, right? Just kidding. Uh, it's definitely. It's like yes, JFK is actually he's returned and he's a thirteen-year-old girl now. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's actually. Uh, he's actually Taylor Swift. Uh, yes, Taylor Swift. I was Taylor gonna Swift. say Wednesday <laughs> Adams, but maybe Taylor Swift is better. <laughs> yeah, he would be if he was if he were to come back. It. I mean, she is the quintessential 13 year old. I don't care how old she ever gets. She's just mm-hmm. 13. She's, she's 13. Always, she's always not, and I don't. Yeah. Way, I just, I mean that in the best, like 13 year old girls are the best kind of way. Um, yeah, she, yeah, he would they, be, he'd be Swift before he'd be Wednesday Adams, right? Wouldn't he? I, I think so. I mean, I guess if he were coming back directly from the grave, that's kind of ghoulish and that's very Adams family, but. Mm-hmm. I think at heart he would be Taylor Swift. Yeah, hmm. that's probably yeah. true. I don't know if this is anybody else's experience, but I uh, very recently learned who Scooter Braun was. I oh no! Oh I no! Admitted I know he was dad and out of touch. So, but I just learned now. That How can that be though? Doesn't she talk to you about stuff like this? I no, not really. Usually, when we talk, it's about like whatever we're watching on Netflix or um, algebra. But you do have a cool daughter, though. She's she's legit cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I you meant Taylor Swift and I do we talk about it. <laughs> she. No. Uh, she. <laughs> no, your daughter. Yeah. Um, no, she was very into uh, "Shake It Off" a couple years ago. Like that was okay. her jam mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. anymore if we get in the car she either puts on they might be giants or the hamilton soundtrack those are the mm. the soundtrack of her life oh. gotcha she has yeah. i like this kid so i have i have a 13 year old girl in my life uh-huh. um, that i see regularly i see her about once or twice a day um she is the, do- the daughter of a friend of mine um her her mom and I work together. Um, oh, okay. And so I see her, I see her a couple times a day. And she's like my, my, 
like all the knowledge that I have about Taylor Swift comes from this kid. Oh, and sure. so I'm very well versed about like on everything that's going on in her life and everybody adjacent to her life. And I just figured all 13 year old or like girl, you know, young girls. Yeah, yeah. No, like I, 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 I get it. We have like, she has a really good friend who's, uh, who's almost exactly her age, who is, yeah, like very into Taylor Swift and went to the concert and everything else. But so she's a billionaire. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> Very cool. You know, very cool. I'm, very cool to be a billionaire these days. Yeah, yeah. I I recommend it. If you're going Definitely. to sell out, do it big. In. <laughs> Definitely in this season to be very very rich. Extremely uh, I'm, rich. I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but she does have some jams, and mm -hmm. uh, the uh, that song "Antihero" I think is uh, is a lot of fun and hilarious. Like because uh, it's like this weird like I, I should look up whether she actually wrote it because yeah almost like it's almost too uh is it self-effacing was that yeah. is that the is that the word i'm oh no not self-effacing um, it is it is odd yeah anti-hero to have a song about rorschach from the watchman but I, <laughs> yeah, I, like it. yeah. I, I don't think she actually, yeah, uses the term antihero in the, in uh, a, a correct, yeah. or that's what, the I'm the problem, it's me song, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like that song. Mostly yeah, I familiar like with that song being played over videos of like cats knocking plants off of shelves. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's, context uh, I most hear that song in. Yeah, I, I, and that makes sense because that yeah. is some, uh, some. Uh, not not heroic, but behavior by possible antiheroes. Um, but like I, God, yeah, I think it's that song is funny. Just the whole thing about uh, God. Where's the now? I can't remember the line. Oh, where she thinks like uh, she thinks everybody is a sexy baby, and <laughs> I'm a monster on the hill, which is like <laughs> that's uh, from Thirty Rock, right? Oh, is it? Yeah, that's from Thirty Rock. That Whoa. that episode where um, it was oh god, I forget the actress who played her. It was the actress that was the um, she's a comedian, she's a stand up, and they hire her to be um, a writer for for um for Thirty Rock, Whoa. and uh, or for the for the girly show, and all the guy writers are like falling all over themselves, and she talks like a baby, and then it turns out that the reason that she does that is because like she has like this crazy ex-boyfriend who's stalking her and like she only feels safe when men are around yes yes i remember that yes which kind of made me i was like huh so taylor swift watches 30 rock so that's yeah. that's interesting yeah yeah that's that's i wouldn't have guessed that but yeah. um so i just looked this up and she it, so it says the song is co-written um her I and jack antonoff <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Oh, I don't have to imagine. I was about to say, can you imagine the the pop songs that Tina Fey would write? But I don't have to imagine this because there's a show called Oh right, called Girls Five Eva. Yeah, Girls Five Eva. I have not seen it, but it's I also have not. It's pretty okay. high on the list. Um, well, but yeah, wow. um, yeah. Jack Antonoff co-wrote this, so that kind of. I would I would guess that maybe the lyrics um that maybe he also had an input into huh. the lyrics. 
Yeah. I, well, I also name. like when she Wait, kind Jack of Jack Antonoff or Jack Donaghy. <laughs> 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 I just and then I love the part where she's just like talking about like how she's died and like relatives are gathering to like see what they got <laughs> in the will and she left them nothing. Uh, and say, and her saying about herself that she's laughing at them from hell, like it just I it's just super fun uh, ridiculousness. And so I'm again not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but I that's mm-hmm. I will always uh, listen to that song whenever. It's I'm a great there. song. I love everything about it. Yeah. Everything. Although I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article on it, and I did not know this. There are so many songs that like just blow up, and mm-hmm. like I never think like, oh, I should look up to see what the video is. Uh, and apparently, uh, the video features Mike Birbiglia, John mm-hmm. Early, and uh, Mary Elizabeth Ellis. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, they're yeah. knocking a bunch of plants off a bookshelf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good video. Yeah. It's a really good video. I I'll like have it. to watch that. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Also, did not know about that. It's cute. I also um, before I saw the the video for uh oh man and I know I know that there is controversy around Lizzo but I have not sat down to read any of the stories about it but the the um her big hit I can remember the chorus but I cannot remember the title right now but the the just took a dna test song oh yeah 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 uh before i saw the real video i saw somebody's youtube mashup where they put it to the aristocats <laughs> and i was like no this is the real video now <laughs> oh was it was it milo the cat who did that it might have been it okay. might have been uh milo the cat is someone on youtube and instagram who uh makes edit or who edits like old school cartoons uh to music mostly oh, yeah to hip-hop yeah yeah, yeah. I, the one i saw the other day it was really good it was oh what was it uh, i just like you could track watch- their progress like they were yeah. like they were good at first and then they just started getting better and better and better at it yeah and then the, yeah, the one i saw like, today was flash gordon as eminem oh, oh wow. that's good that was pretty perfect yeah yeah milo the cat we salute you probably be somebody's recommendation some week that should have been my recommendation dang Mm. it dang it should we uh burn through some recommendations real quick sure we have one Uh, ready to go i i do uh the on uh on i guess uh it is you know the whole hbo max max thing uh, I guess mm-hmm. it's on the Max service, but it seems to have the the HBO uh, lead in to to the beginning of the show. Uh, How to with uh, John Wilson. Uh, yes. I oh, just yes. started watching that, and mm. uh, it's uh, pretty interesting, incredible. And I remember uh, actually a friend um, I was hanging out with uh, had me watch the. I guess it's the latest episode from season three. Uh, mm-hmm. which I think is like episode five of season three. But, uh, and, and that was fantastic. And because I hadn't seen the previous uh, previous episodes or previous seasons, I was just like, how in the world did they even pitch this? As a TV show? <laughs> yes. But I do think, because like 
for la it's like quasi i mean it's it's quasi documentary style mm -hmm. and it seems to be primarily uh, uh you know filmed via john wilson's uh handheld camera and he just kind of goes on like he, he kind of follows the butterfly uh from one uh one topic to the next and it just takes him on all these uh really interesting event adventures mm, i think a lot of those adventures around new york but uh mm -hmm. but he occasionally flies to different places and whatnot and uh finds himself uh, in interesting situations with uh people who at first are quirky and or weird <laughs> or even just like uh maybe even a little off-putting but then you kind of learn a little bit more about them and it's like oh yeah mm -hmm. they're a human being um but uh but yeah it's just like kind of this weird wandering show that i i don't think it could have existed even like maybe five years ago yeah <laughs> yeah so true i feel like yeah. um nate because i think nathan what's his Fielder? name Fielder. Yeah. i think he produces it he and is, i think yeah. he really set the stage for the show yeah i'm yeah, yeah. you his show, show yeah, to do a show yeah. like that, you like have to have someone who who has had success kind of advocate for it and be like, this is kind of in the vein of uh, or adjacent to what I do and kind mm -hmm. of vouch for this person. And I think John Wilson, uh, around whom the, the show is centered, I believe he's a writer for uh, for John Oliver's show on HBO. So, oh, OK. Yeah, I don't think I knew that. But yeah and, yeah and so uh yeah so it's like yeah it's how to uh, apparently the the episode that's going to come out september 1st is how to track your package and so each <laughs> episode ha is like a uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek how mm -hmm. to um right. yeah so yeah i think the second episode of the first season is how to put up scaffolding yes is that the one that yeah. turns into like the men's rights activists oh i don't remember there was okay. a like anti-circumcision activist in one of the oh maybe that was that one maybe in mm. one of the first season episodes yeah there it was just a became moment. like yeah uh -huh. there was a moment when the shows that i was watching and like keeping up on were that and uh, <laughs> painting with john with john lurie yes also great and also very good, uh, yeah. oh, wait, wait. talks with you <laughs> so, oh. Like, oh. Whoa. trying to explain to yeah. karen like okay so a lot of the shows that i like are about awkward men but <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh you know what i thought you were i thought i was thinking you said painting with uh painting uh -huh. with john yeah uh, and i was thinking of fishing with john but he had that's also a series right yes and that that's a that one's from yeah. like the 90s and he had a bunch yeah. of celebrity guests i think there's a willem dafoe episode and a tom yeah. waits episode yeah and that yes is also classic television uh painting with john is a little more serene he lives on an undisclosed island hmm. and is semi-retired and just paints and then tells stories and uh it's beautiful there's a third season out now that i haven't started yet but the first two um are are highly recommended very cool very good and yeah. i think i i think he just announced um that the third season is going to be the last so mm. oh. that's probably good it's good that shows 
nowadays um like as much as i want more of them that they're like yeah, no yeah. some of them end too soon but some of them end right really where they yeah. should so literally yeah. always them wanting more like it's mm-hmm. like it's day one entertainment school is there yeah. an entertain is that a thing entertainment you go to uh, entertainment school yeah, yeah yeah it's called uh Arizona location, State location, university location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what's funny uh so yeah oh and i got it wrong he's not a writer for john oliver he is uh he's a filmmaker um, mm. and his his focus is, has primarily been documentary um but oh, okay. i just uh saw i'm on his wikipedia page he mentioned or one of his uh one of the influences that he apparently mentions is george kuchar who was a uh he was a like film director um from San Francisco, or he at least mm. he was born in New York and did most of his stuff in San Francisco. Um, and he uh, he was a really interesting uh, filmmaker, uh, like just a bunch of shorts and mm-hmm. all sorts of uh, weird video diaries and this and that. And uh, yeah, I, I remember Steve Weiss actually was one of his, Steve Weiss is a- Oh yeah. Uh, is an artist in downtown Phoenix, a photographer, and he also like I think mostly. I mean, he does photography of all kinds, but he uh, he also at some point was, and he might still do this, uh, be a scout for for movie locations around town. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, in any case, I remember him. Uh, he brought out George Kuchar uh, at least a couple of times, and oh, uh, cool. yeah, so. Yeah, uh, he he was kind of uh, yeah he was kind of a big deal in the indie film world because he kind of just did his own did his own thing and you know he he was definitely not trying to sell out because he uh, <laughs> he was just like making really he was just making really weird obscure films and videos uh, oh, that's about great. you know different parts of his life he or can... different things that fascinated him. Can we pause for a moment for station identification? Well, Mill Avenue, uh, Mill Avenue, for those who are not familiar, is in downtown Tempe, which is the college town that Arizona State University is located. And Mill Avenue is also where uh, where uh, the Gin Blossoms lived. That's right. Yeah, they did a, live on. They did live there in a giant tree house, and then they would drive around in a van and solve <laughs> mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> with it's their like with their pet I was gonna say shark, but Jabber Jaws already done. <laughs> what kind of animal could they have had for a pet? Maybe a um what are, what would be a good like a good sidekick for a mystery solving game? Ooh, ooh, it's definitely a little Dungeons and Dragons specific, but maybe it's a gelatinous cube. <laughs> I feel like I pulled. I only know that what one. it is because of you. Yeah. And like, thank God you're the only person who brings it up because, yeah. like, I would out of sorts if anybody else did. It's deeply, it's deeply unsettling. I know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I have so. used that one before, so maybe that one's out. Too. I loved it. It was a really good callback. Maybe, yeah. Well, when you said D and D, I thought you were referring. At, you were going to refer at first to the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon from the like. Oh yeah, late 80s on CBS, and they had uh, their sidekick. Their animal sidekick was a little unicorn who went by the name of Uni. Oh, nice! uh, 
I can't remember. If it was short that- for Arizona State University. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So that, yeah, that's that would have made sense if uh, the gin blossoms solved mysteries with a little unicorn by their side. Man, they should have really, oh, they should have stayed together. Are they still together? Yeah. I feel like I think oh, they, they probably tour. Oh, they, I, I know that they play together. I think they're kind of like on that. Yeah, kind of nostalgia circuit, maybe. Like how Everclear is touring together, mm-hmm. and like yeah, all of... yeah. This is this yeah, is he's... a callback to the last podcast that I did several years ago. But I pitched one time a cartoon where Depeche <laughs> Mode would drive around in a van and solve mysteries. <laughs> but I think so you're it also works with this the idea. Gin, works. It also works with the gin blossoms. Just you know, Hanna Barbera of the <laughs> become the Hanna Barbera of alt rock. You know, I I actually think that uh, the Cure would be a, a good uh, good oh, possibility. That would be good. Oh, yeah, but better I than just, Depeche Mode for sure. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. remember. I do remember though that the 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 Cure popped up, or at least Robert Smith popped up in a episode of South Park, like one of the oh, that's like, right. first that. one or two seasons or whatever. Uh, yeah, that. the Gin Blossoms are for real on tour, uh, and they have yeah they're like doing uh, some like local fair events mm-hmm. and like yeah, they're kind of in a, a casino, uh, oh, a few right. amphitheaters, a park. But yeah. they're yeah on tour. They say that they have VIP packages available, so oh, nice. you might get to be a gin blossom for a day or something. Oh, they're, they're <laughs> so. Remember, you might have to learn all their bass lines. <laughs> you guys remember that Jabberjaw was basically a curly impression, right? Oh, that makes sense. That yeah. totally makes sense. I don't. I don't think I was aware of that, but like okay. now, it totally. Makes yeah, sense. yeah. He even did the thing that Curly did. A hundred percent. So the gin blossoms, whatever animal we pick, it's a basically maybe it's a walrus. But it has the oh, voice. That'd be good. That'd it be has good. the voice of going back to the gin blossoms name. Uh WC Fields. Oh nice. Because a gin blossom. Do we, right. Do we, was, do we need to explain it for listeners or each other. Uh, I, I, I'm good. Okay. I, no, please explain it. Oh, you don't I know. Have, no, I'm good. lost. Yeah. A gin, uh, gin blossoms are, yeah, when you, uh, have, like, is gross. severe alcoholism and like liver damage, you get like your nose gets all red and oh, just picture WC Fields. Yes. Kind of the, yeah, you know, like how like all the collagen model. in his nose just like, left one day and like all that's left is like it's a skin like it it's that right like doesn't yeah, it like yeah. literally eat away at your nose mm-hmm. yeah it's super gross yeah they gross there they had a real gross name yeah they did weird that they became so popular Um, okay, so my recommendation, mm-hmm. um, this is actually something that if you are Facebook friends with Rick, then you may have seen me post this on his Facebook um, a few months ago. It is a YouTube video that, um, so the it's a short film that was made in 2003. Um, 
I think they just posted it about 10 years ago. And it's from the Duplass brothers, um, filmmakers, Mark and Jay. Um, you may know them from the movie Safety Not Guaranteed. They, they did that movie. Um, Skeleton Twins. I just learned today that they did that movie. I was is, not aware of that. Is Skeleton Twins with the guy, uh, God, Bill Hader. Yeah, and Christian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. It's a really good, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do a lot of stuff. Like their their output is very heavy, like high. They have mm-hmm. high output. Um, but this is one of their first films. It's a short film. It's called This Is John. You can find it on YouTube by doing a search for um, This Is John, Duplass Brothers. Um, it's seven and a half minutes long. Um, it's very simple. The premise is a guy comes home, um, doesn't have any messages on his message machine, decides to change the outgoing greeting of the, of his answering machine, and then proceeds to have like a full scale um, <laughs> just meltdown. Like he just, just completely loses his mind. Um, because we've all done this, right? Where you record your outgoing message and it sounds <laughs> weird, doesn't sound like you. So you re-record it and like, you just like, you're just out thinking yourself basically. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, it's just seven and a half minutes of watching somebody like slowly unravel um, over their outgoing message. And it's brilliant. I love it so much. It's so it, simple. It yeah. costs like, three dollars to make five dollars maybe um so great simple premise um mm-hmm. great edit. the only thing that i would have liked like that i would have done differently is that i would i think i would have edited it to show like the passage of time like maybe film <laughs> it by a window to show yeah. that like the sun has come up the sun has gone down the moon is up the moon has yeah gone down. maybe a stock footage of a calendar pages flipping oh perfect flipping yeah. pages off yeah. yeah and then the fast forwarding um clock clock face oh. um yeah so if you have seven and a half minutes and you want to watch mark duplass just completely come apart yeah um i, I had not seen it until until right. uh, um, much like the music, a lot of the classic Duplass Brothers content came out in that age when, like, all I was watching were <laughs> animal movies <laughs> with, uh, like, uh, Disney movies and kids movies and stuff. But I'm trying to catch up now. One of them, such a good dad. You're yeah. such a good dad. One of them just was involved behind the scenes with a one of our favorite recent television shows called somebody somewhere somebody someplace yeah i just started um yeah i had started yeah. watching it, it came out totally forgot about it mm-hmm. heard that it got an emmy recommended or an emmy nomination oh, nice. I didn't and remember. then i was like yeah. yeah i should go back and start watching that again and i did and it's great mm-hmm. it's so great yes yeah. very good show yeah. excellent show they produce that right yes yeah they don't write it they just produce no it. no and i thought after watching like most of the first season, I thought that it was created by, oh God, I'm going to have to leave space to dub in her name, but uh, Bridget. Oh, something. right. 
Yeah. I forget the star of the show. She's good. And I thought like it was this autobiographical thing, but it actually isn't. Um, she's perfect in the lead, but it's is really good. Written yeah. by somebody else. And yeah, and, and it's great. And her sister, the actress who plays her sister, is also fantastic. I was prepared to hate her forever. And then she they kind of <laughs> turned her around and, and she's pretty great by the end of it. Yeah. Her side. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're they. I've yet to see. Sometimes they put out stuff that I'm just like not super into, but they've never put out something where I didn't like it, or oh. it was even ambivalent about. Yeah. Uh, at most, I'll be like, "Oh, it's good. It's good." Yeah. I guess that's ambivalence, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna work through catching up on on them for sure. Good luck. <laughs> because that'll take you forever. Yeah. But yes, very good. Yeah, okay, how about you? Well. How about me? Oh, my recommendation. Your recommendation. My recommendation is pretty simple. Um mm-hmm. and uh it uh is very something very happened very recently, like this week. Um both Karen and I just possibly for similar reasons, I, I don't think it was anything contagious or anything maybe we just uh overdid it at dinner or something but like the same day we both kind of had just very minor like tummy troubles like oh my stomach doesn't feel so good and so we uh went to the store and got my recommendation which is ginger ale oh so good yeah and it's something that I don't ever think about that I like. Like, oh, I really could go for a ginger ale right now. Mm. Um, but if science ever figures out that it's not medicinal, like, they can just keep it. <laughs> um, I love it. And I'm you, I'm not really a soda person anymore at all. Um but I, I, because, because this is medicine, I'm not counting. And so like I had like three of them yesterday. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're not feeling well and it yeah, is medicinal. Yeah. Okay. Ginger ale and root beer. Like I have very, very definite opinions on these beverages. Okay. I'm surprised oh. you don't think about this more. This seems I, like right up your alley. What kind did you have? Like what was the brand? Oh, I Schweppes. But okay. that's a good one. Like- yeah. Pretty That's much okay. all of them. Like, uh, uh, I like Verner's and I like uh, Canada Dry. I haven't haven't met one that I like. Oh, this is bad. But yeah, um, yeah. I've yet to I, meet a ginger ale that disagrees with me. I uh, yeah, I think of ginger ales, I enjoy Verner's the most. Um, oh, that's very yeah. rarely hear that. Yeah, but uh, I, I and you know, I know it's not exact ginger beer i'm a fan of and i uh, enjoy reed's ginger beer mm-hmm. which apparently is made in jamaica so yes. Uh, yes maybe the people of reed's ginger beer understand the importance of ska i think, I think probably, <laughs> yeah i think that's probably true the first time i had it was actually at a jamaican restaurant and i was just like this is gonna be great because i love ginger ale and it's a lot stronger there's much more ginger and ginger beer and Mm -hmm. so it the first time i had it i did not care for it and then i had it again maybe five or six years later um in was it that jamaican restaurant over on baseline 
Uh, no. I know the one you mean, just though. Wondering. No, it, yeah. that, I was just wondering. Yeah, this particular one was on Pierce. Yeah. Uh, the bread oh, okay. Fruit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, the breadfruit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and I don't know I if they've them. opened up their dining room yet. I think they still do catering, but I haven't been in that neighborhood in a minute. So. Yeah. Um, but if they want to sponsor us, I'm all for. It. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Even if they just I have a friend who's a waitress. like uh, sending us a plate. What? Oh, oh, sorry. What did you say? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think I have a friend who's a waitress there. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. The food is uh, maybe food is maybe we can. And I was yeah. listening to a podcast, and they made a joke about a drink called a dark and stormy, and the joke was really funny. So I looked up what the <laughs> drink was, and it's like dark rum and ginger beer. And I was like, I'm gonna try that, and I tried it, and then I tried the ginger beer on its own, and I was like, I like this now. So, yeah. Nice. Wait, what podcast is that? I feel like I recently that listened to a podcast. Was this was a couple years ago now? Um, yeah, I believe it, it was, was an older episode podcast of uh, Jordan Jesse Go. Oh uh, no, never mind. Never, yeah. No, never mind. Don't know that one. Yeah. Oh, it's. I recommend it. It's good. Okay, I'll it's try. Very silly, but I love silly. Yeah. Um, Canada Dry is a little too sweet for me. I can it's see little... that on the sweeter side yeah, yeah runners is, and is very runners. ginger forward in a way that others are not but yes it is excellent mm -hmm. i will say but i it am I'm... um whole foods their their store brand like their their in-house oh. brand very uh -huh. good oh nice nice yeah. i um i'm curious about your root beer opinion because i it was net when I was a soda drinker through like my twenties, early thirties. I barely, like, I mostly did caffeinated sodas, and then I gave it up completely for like three years. And the ones uh, that I missed, or, or soda, soda, soda. Okay, wow. I couldn't do okay. like diet sodas with sweeteners in them. They grossed me out too They're much, gross. and then I couldn't do the sugar anymore. So. Um, I okay. took it like two years off and then discovered LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, like the, when I miss soda, I don't miss any of the ones I used to drink. It's always like, oh, I would could go for a root beer float or mm. or weirdly uh, squirt is appealing. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't do squirt out here. I don't know why. Oh, oh wow. No idea. Yeah. That's not a probably... thing. That's probably a distribution thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. I'll tell you what, it, what kind of thing it is. Yeah. It's an annoying thing. Um, yeah, they have, like, they have, I don't even want to get into what they have out here, you guys. It's really sad. It's yeah. an epidemic. Well, <laughs> it's just like sugar uh, water. Like, it's just really gross. We did, um, we did yeah. uh, North Carolina this summer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I got really enthusiastic about it just because my kid did, but we discovered cheer wine and what's that cheer wine is a, it's actually originated in North Carolina as like an alternative when they couldn't get sugar to make Pepsi. So it's made Ooh. with like cherry syrup, but it's a, it's a sweet red uh, cherry flavored soda. 
Oh, that sounds incredible. It's What's it called? Cheerwine? Cheerwine, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel like I've seen that word somewhere. Yeah, it's it's not impossible to get here. I find it at World Market a lot, or we have a like a specialty soda store that I remember buying a like a six pack from maybe a year ago. Interesting. But yeah, we were there a week, and I think we had it every single day. <laughs> Cheer wine. Okay, next time I see it, because I'm I'm almost positive I see that at a store out here somewhere. Yeah. Um, Virgil's has the best root beer. I am H O Virgil's. Um, and then let's see, what else do I like after Virgil's? Um, there's the brand called Fitz. This is pretty good. They do pretty good. And they're like, you can find them. I feel like their distribution is pretty widespread. It's, it's a blue label, I believe. Um, there's a brand called Dang. That's really good. Oh, that's oh. a great name. I think yeah. I that one. Yeah. Um, IBC is if I can't get any of my favorites, uh, IBC is usually like somewhere nearby, mm, somewhere yeah. close. I see um, IBC, but I hear ICP. So <laughs> <laughs> insane brown. <laughs> what happened to those guys? Uh, they're they're still they're doing still their thing, oh. kind of. Yeah, really. They, they tour, and I think they they don't tour as much because they have you know they have kids. Although their kids might be adults at this point, but yeah, who knows? And they, yeah. they still do the the. They might have put it off during COVID, but I think the gathering of the Juggalos is back. Oh, okay. Yeah. What would okay? Don't I'm gonna do research on this later, but what? But I'm gonna research this later. But would you say? Mm -hmm. Um, in Clown Saint Posse and their followers, and the what are they called? Juggaloos? Juggaloos? Juggaloos. Thank yeah. you. Juggaloos. Juggaloos sounds like a cereal. And, that I would and juggalettes. But there are, oh, wow. Okay. It's gender. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the Juggaloos and the Juggalettes, um, mm -hmm. would you say they are mostly pro vax or anti vax? Ooh, that's a tough Ooh. call. I'm going to research later and I'll give you guys the answer. Yeah, on yeah. I, I'm actually going to say that they, they are not anti-vax. They... <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too. They had some kind of uh, kerfuffle with the Trump administration and came out to be pretty anti-Trump. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I guess, well, well, that even surprises me because they seem like a crowd that would be like kind of pro-Trump yeah, for some reason. Yeah. But okay. They would, yeah, they... On, on first glance, you would assume that either A, they wouldn't know who he was, or they would be yeah. like vaguely pro Trump. But yeah. uh, I, I know at least the group themselves, maybe there's some dissent amongst the ranks of the fans, but because they were the FBI, maybe, or somebody oh, labeled them as a, as a gang, as a. Mm. Oh, oh, like a, oh, yeah, like a... as juggalos, yeah, as the oh. juggalos were kind of a like that uh, kind of putting what's it called, like a group, yeah. That uh, the juggalos are a like nationwide gang with mm -hmm. this and that. So yeah, oh, uh, so kind of, okay, I see that. If I remember correctly, uh, they like the yeah, and Saint Clown Posse themselves have a strong anti-racist 
kind of deal because they I know that on uh, one song that I remember from one of their albums uh, because I got a video and it you know I somehow saw the video they talk mm-hmm. about like chasing I, I feel like it's like chasing racists with a hatchet and <laughs> oh yeah they're always chasing somebody with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and, and then it, like, I think part of Juggalo, uh, if they're whatever beliefs of Juggalos is like, Hey, we're all family. And like, that means family mm-hmm. beyond differences of skin colors and this and that. So, uh, so that, uh, the fact that they might be anti-Trump isn't super, isn't totally surprising to me, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I do remember early in the, uh, early in uh when covid first came out in uh you know early 2020 that uh kind of i'm trying to think of the guy's name uh not shaggy too dope the other one (laughs) violent j so violent j like did a video where i so i think he might be anti-vax um or at least I don't know, but I and I get that like a like uh, you know ICP and Juggalos are anti-authority, so I think this is where it stems from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. uh, he did a video that basically was like I, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong. He like just takes a, a handful of dirt from the ground and like shoves it into his mouth, and he's like. We don't we don't need vaccines. We need to be exposed to germs. And this is like all of my kids. Mm. Uh, I did this. I had all of my kids eat dirt so that they could be immune to anything. I guess. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's okay. one. Yeah. One. And I think it's I. Yeah. In a weird way, it's like the the thinking is. Yeah, if you expose yourself to all sorts of germs, you will build up uh, immunity to it, uh, which course, yeah. which does happen. But like in the case of uh, the COVID vaccine, it's like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. not if you encounter that in the wild, you are going to get sick. It's not your, you know, right. yeah. All right. Well, I I'm gonna stick with my answer just for the purposes of making this officially a bet. Okay. <laughs> and whichever of us is correct has to, or whichever of us is wrong has to buy the other one, like a two liter bottle of Fago. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which that's the, that that's my <laughs> rationale. Like, if you you can't possibly be afraid of what's in a vaccine if you are willing to put Fago <laughs> into your system. So nasty. It's so gross. Ooh, you know what? I am wrong. It was not Violent J. It was Shaggy Too Dope. Uh, and it was <laughs> apparently uh, very uh, decently early, I think before most of the, uh, you know, uh, like shutdowns and oh, okay. shelter, shelter at home. So because like, I just found a uh, an article on the website Metal Injection. Uh and it's an article from Robert Pazbani, uh, March 13th, 2020. And ICP's Shaggy 2 Dope reveals one easy step to defeat coronavirus. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. I History has uh, proven him right, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 
And and yeah, he recommends going outside and just eating some dirt or, or eating some dirty snow. Uh, oh. And then he he does. Oh, it says dirt snow. Huh. Weird. Hmm. Uh, but in any case, he says to clear that out. Sounds like they're. That sounds like they're anti-vax, but pro, like being immune to like. Like they're not. They're not denying the existence of COVID, or they're not like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. Not, they're, they're not. Yeah, they're not denying the efficiency of of vaccines. They're just saying that uh, this, this will also help. Oh, like a booster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not so much like a booster. I think it. I think it's just. You know, I don't think we need to. Yeah, we need to find out what his stance is on yellow snow. <laughs> Gross. No, you need to find that out. You need to. You want you me to find to it out and stuff. not tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. A My secret. Mission is clear. Never mention it. Yeah. Oh okay. no. Oh what? no. I just uh uh on the side panel for metal injection, there are trending trending stories. And Uh-oh. one of the headlines is Alice Cooper dropped by cosmetics company after anti-trans com- comments. Oh, that yeah. I, I saw that. Gross. I saw that. Yeah. Between I, them? Yeah. yeah. I, and Carlos Santana? Uh, Carlos Santana. Santana. Yeah, like yeah. eight hours apart. Like, oh, that's wild. And the funny thing is the nobody asked them like why why are you volunteering this information like it's not also, gonna... losing your makeup contract that's just really hilarious like yeah that's really funny i'm sorry uh, <laughs> because you're losing your makeup contract because you don't think that... okay i can't i'm sorry <laughs> just funny. Have to, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny Oh, I wait. Okay, are you? <laughs> let me see if I'm threading the needle here. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You his, got it. <laughs> his makeup. Okay, where? No, okay. Right, yeah. right, right. You get it. Alice Cooper. Right, right, right. Is anti-trans. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. I uh, kind of, as they would say on The Simpsons, oh, the ironing. I kind of knew we couldn't trust him when it turned out that he was a golfer. I know oh, yeah. that is so dis- uh, and embarrassing. Again, another yeah, instance yeah. of when I get, just get so embarrassed. And I'm mostly not. I'm mostly so proud to be from Arizona. You guys know how much yeah, I love yeah. Arizona. I, but every once I, in a while, people learn a fact or two about us, and I have to hang my head in shame. And yeah. the fact that Alice Cooper is a golfer, like a really great golfer, and like has his own like golf tournament every year for charity, super mm-hmm. embarrassing. There's nothing rock and roll about that. I'm sorry. There yeah. never will be. <laughs> And there you have it, another successful episode of the Sweet Potato Podcast, a podcast about things that are excellent. Uh, for more information about any of the topics we covered, please uh, visit your local library. Hmm. And we want to say thank you to Brad of Copper Boogie Music for our theme song and interstitial music. And until next time, we'll see you later. And also, if the if the makeup contract that dropped Alice Cooper wants to pick us up and sponsor us, yeah. we'd be more oh, than happy. Yeah. So we know that you're looking for someone to sponsor. So.
Yes, we're, 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 we're all, uh, th- so yeah, it's uh, Vampire Cosmetics, V-A-M-P-Y-R-E, uh, the very cool way to spell uh, vampire. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and Rick loves one... to vamp. Rick yeah. loves vamping. I love the, I love extensive vamping. And, and uh, yeah, I will even pronounce it Wampir if it's the deal. Well, what what people don't know because this is an audio podcast is we're all wearing vampire cosmetics right now. We're big fans. This moment, and, as we're speaking. Yeah. So uh, I think it would just work hand in hand if uh, vampire cosmetics wanted to uh, sponsor mm. the sweet potato cod. Please, please give us money. Love nothing more than wearing uh, eyeliner while I eat my jerk chicken. (laughs) And I was just kidding about the police if uh, Sting wants to sponsor us as well. And uh, oh, I said something. I didn't like something else. Now I don't remember what it was. So whatever it was, I also like that thing. (laughs) So please send me some. Uh, See my address below in the show notes. (laughs) 